Does your financial advisor take the time to really listen to you? Is your financial strategy personalized for you and your family? Will your financial advisor be there as your life and financial situation changes? When you work with Edward Jones, they focus on what's important to you. You'll work together and use an established process to create a personalized financial strategy backed by the advice, tools, and resources to help you reach your goals. And they'll partner with you to help your strategy stay on track. Visit edwardjones.com or stop by the office of Todd Nash in Coralville, Jeff Rudolph, or Scott McGill in Iowa City, or or Travis Whitmore in North Liberty. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC. HawkFanatic.com is brought to you today by our friends at Deary Brothers Ford Lincoln, Hawkeye Title and Settlement, Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars, Simple Siding and Remodeling, 1-800-800-ROSE, Big Dog Satellite, Internet and Solar, don't call an 800 number, call Big Dog, 338-6600, our friends at Hertine and Stocker Jewelers in downtown Iowa City, Premier Automotive, the Oxyoke Inn, and Dr. Lance Forbes and his crew at Diamond Dental in Cedar Rapids. Ladies and gentlemen, Thomas Michael Suter, Pat Hardy. Thank you, Jimmy. I noticed that uh, one of our sponsors, Lance Forbes, his dad, won the Money Wheel of Crime the other day. Oh, that was him? <laughs> Evidently. <laughs> I just signed the check today. So so he's lefty. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> We don't mess around anymore. I, I, I you know, we, we used to hold on to those and wait like thirty days. I'm like, just write the check and get out. out. Yes, get them out of here. It's a hundred bucks. Yeah, and I have to deal with the, the phone. <laughs> the calls. phone calls. Uh, I won six weeks ago. Yeah, I, like, I haven't gotten my check yet. <laughs> I like. I like the guy. He used to call up and he goes, "I don't know if you guys are strapped or what the deal is." <laughs> and it just, you know, it's kind of a kind of a passive aggressive, you know, like you cheap cheap skates. Get that check out there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and there's no reason no, not so we're, to. So that, there's never been a time in my 29 <clears throat> years here, or 28 years, where we haven't been able to write a $100 check. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so there's been a new executive decision at the uh, at the treasurer's office here. <laughs> <laughs> what are you guys talking about? Uh, money Wheel of Crime winners. Uh, the police reports, yeah. Oh, what? People complain... We don't. We used to not send the checks out right away, and people would call and have to remind us that we hadn't done it yet. But now we're just sending them out when they, the day they win. So and they have. There's 14 options on the money wheel of crime, and if okay. they get I know, that, I know what that is. They get well, a hundy. Why would you wait to send it out before? I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. Why I don't we either. Didn't. <laughs> Whose decision was that? Steve's, but yeah, but uh, it's changed now. Yeah. We're, well, we're, I mean, we're you know, they can't expect out. to get. A, are you talking like they would wait like months? No, not really, but sometimes a week or two weeks is no longer than that. It would go into a file and we'd forget, to be honest. Yes, but, and that's the problem. Yeah, so now it's just let's write it. When and sometimes we would have three or four stacked up, and right, you know. and then and then, then next thing you know, you owe four hundred dollars. That's right. That's right. So now it's there's been a there's been a policy change. So there we go. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, that's. I'm sure our listeners are happy about that. They oh, are. Oh, they're ecstatic. <laughs> they are. So, um, do you guys do the wheel thing every day? Pretty much. Monday through Tuesday through Saturday. Oh yeah, we don't do it Monday, right? Yeah, because Tommy's yeah. not here. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's a Tommy Lang thing. Yeah. Well, he's the he's the uh, guy in charge of police reports. It, it isn't the same with Autumn, so we just don't do them when he's not here. Because I doubt Molly wouldn't be irreverent enough. No, and I, 
I'm not as gleeful at the at the misfortunes <laughs> of people as Tommy is. I mean, I, I I do my best, but it's just not the same. Yeah, and yeah. we've we've you know we realize our limitations that way. <laughs> exactly. See, I thought it sounded fine yesterday. Oh no, that's fine. I mean, yeah, yeah we did a we we did fine, and we'll do fine today. Yeah, yeah. It ain't rocket science. No, it's no, not. no, it's not. <clears throat> that's a good point. Speaking of rocket science. Yes. Mr. Hunter, you were getting ready to say something. I was? Yes. <laughs> I guess you weren't. No, I, we were just talking before uh, Pat arrived about the uh, uh, how weird the season is, is going to be. And, and hopefully, I mean, uh, we had a call yesterday, as a matter of fact, and I, it wasn't on the air I took it, but somebody asked if you we were going to do the prediction show this Saturday. Oh, hadn't thought about that. Oh, yeah, let's do that. Okay. Yeah, good good idea. All right, so we'll don't do. Don't we usually do that when Captain's here? But he won't be here. But he won't and, be here, and, and it's that, usually it the Saturday before the game, before yeah. the first uh, first game. Yeah, that's fine. Let's do that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He can uh, he he can uh, you know give us his prediction when he gets back. <laughs> he can. Yeah. Or he can call in like everybody else. Now that would be great because <laughs> he'll be he actually could come in if you want. I think he'll be back in town. But I wouldn't encourage that. No. It's not vacation if you're in. Well, he's saying it's only a three-day vacation because he'll be home for three of it. Yeah. So that doesn't work that way. No, you're not, you're not here for six days. You're, uh, you have a six-day vacation. It, it, what you do with those six days is entirely up to you. That is exactly right. And that, to me, is a better vacation. I hate that, you know, you know breakneck speed, getting back on Sunday night, and then, you, you know, you got to turn around and go to work the next day. I like that. Yeah, I hate that, too, but that's, you end up doing that, though, because you, time's limited. Yeah. If, Pat, if you really want Steve here, you could do it a week from Saturday if you guys want to. I don't care. I mean, I it's really... It's up to you guys. I mean, technically, we could, couldn't we, on the day of the Purdue game? You mean? What's that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, it doesn't, it doesn't matter to me. Yeah, these, yeah let's, let's, we can do that. These big decisions have to be made by you guys. Yeah, let's, let's, Steve's been at, at, here for everyone, so let's. Yeah, let's do it the day of the Purdue game. Yeah, okay. That sounds good, because it's a 2.30 kick. Right, so you got plenty of time. To, you're not going to be swayed either way. And people will be at a fever pitch. Oh, yes, they will. <laughs> <laughs> so, has there been, any, are there any pressers scheduled for this week, Pat? I mean, <laughs> I know you, they did a whole bunch last week and really saturated you. No, there's not. There, next Tuesday will be the next one. No, the Zoom with Kirk and select players. They're not having regular press conferences. I knew. I mean, we're not going to get in the football facility this whole year. We won't have any face to face with players. That's probably just as well. Yeah, I mean, they're going to, even if you go cover the game in the press box, you're not going to get face to face with players. You're going to have to stay in the press box and do a Zoom. So have they have they talked about what they're going to do with the announcers like Gary and? Uh, uh, From what I can Ed? tell, most are going to be doing. I'm not sure if they're going to be at the stadium. A lot of the games I've been watching, pro and college, they've been in studio watching their monitors, watching yeah. their yeah. unit from yeah. monitors. I'm not sure exactly if all those decisions have been. I mean, made it's yet. not the same thing as watching us watching it on TV. They have you know different screens yeah. and stuff. But I lots guess. of times, even the play-by-play and color guy aren't even together. Right. They're in different right. places. Yeah, that's really weird. Um, but I just I, I don't know I just can't see a, a home game especially without Dolphin and Ed up in the press box. I mean you think they'd be able to do a home game now the road games well, I'm not so I'm, sure. Dolphin Eddie are I'm, I imagine they'll they're going to be that that's, they'll I don't, be there they'll be there yeah mm-hmm. yeah so I haven't yeah they'll, they'll I mean if they're going to let they won't be rubbing shoulders if, no if of they're going to let media in Dolphin Eddie are the first two they let sure, in sure 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 yeah so hello yeah you guys are talking about them. 
uh, broadcasters having different monitors mm-hmm. just brought up a memory of uh, maybe, I think it was 2001, possibly. Uh, game day was here. I worked for a catering company for a local grocery store. Anyways, um, we were set up in the bubble where their producers and stuff were. And at least that's what it appeared to me. I needed to use the restroom, right? So I had to walk through this little room, and I'd say 30 monitors and probably eight people sitting and standing and watching every possible game that was going on. But I can only imagine it's changed in 20 years. It's a, <laughs> the technology has only gotten better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, they weren't tube TVs. They were monitors. But, uh, yeah, it was quite interesting. So it was uh, the whole game day crew, and I don't know. It's kind of a fun memory. That is awesome. That yeah, would be fun. That's all. Yeah. Right. Thanks for the yeah. call. I remember um, Pat's probably too young to, to remember this. Hey, let me interrupt first. Um, sure. News, John Rothstein must have had a conversation. Um, Nunji finally has been cleared. Oh, um, good. We had, well, there was never, it was going right. to, who, who did we just have on? I'm drawing a blank here. Um, oh, yeah. We're, they, <laughs> and then um, when we had Fran, and when Fran had his, he basically said he was fully recovered. He was just waiting to be mm-hmm. finally cleared, and yeah. that's. It looks like that's happened. So my guess is Iowa will probably release something, since Fran is. T- John Rothstein must have had an interview with Fran, but yeah, Fran pretty much said, barring any set, that he was he was fine, mm-hmm. healthy and ready to go. So we'll see. I mean, that's a six foot eleven guy who was starting last year before he was hurt. Another piece in the toolbox. Yep. So we'll see what happens. Okay, go back to. I don't know what I was going to say. Um, oh, we were talking about. He was talking about you know going through the the scenes with when game day was here. Oh yeah, I, I was going to say, Jim, you'll remember this, but the first real technology change in football coverage was the isolated camera. That's the first oh, one I remember. Yeah, and they just lock in on a receiver, and follow his route, and then if he caught the ball. Yeah, it was, then they had the the replay. That was great stuff. Yeah. And then remember the uh, John Madden, Madden Telestrator. Oh, that was awesome. <laughs> well, John Madden was great. Oh yeah, you know he he wasn't uh, super technical, but boy, he 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 knew his stuff, and he was perfect foil for um, uh, Pat Summerall. Yes, was, he was. Who was kind of dry. Pat was dry. And uh, but not, he knew not, his not, not in his drinking uh, career, but, but he in knew his the game. Career. <laughs> yeah, well, so Pat was an NFL player himself. Yeah. Yes, he was. Didn't he? Wasn't he a kicker uh-huh. or something or a running back? He's kicker. <clears throat> yes, we. <clears throat> yeah, he and he was New York Giants, maybe or something like that. The New York Football Giants. The New York Football Giants. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. Yeah, sounds right. He was a good guy. Too. I'm trying to remember if he was also a receiver, but. He was a kicker for sure. Yeah. <clears> hmm. <throat> you talking about Pat Summerall? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he used to. Yeah, he was definitely a kicker. I don't know about a receiver, and and he was Sunday afternoons for me growing up. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. And uh, was it Tony Kubek who used to play for the Yankees and was a? Oh, he was terrific. Uh, he was a, a great color guy. On, yes, he on, was. Uh, NBC's uh, Game of the Week. He just turned eighty. Him and Joe Gargiola. Joe Gargiola and mm. uh, Kurt Gowdy. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> yeah, I'm back you'd see one game a week. That was, yeah. well, or the Cubs were always, I mean, wasn't WGN on then? 
Yeah, but because uh, um, I remember well, watching the Cubs in the seventies, in the early seventies, with Billy Williams. Oh, Back God, in the yes. day, you had you had the game yeah. of the week. Let's take right. this call. What you had. Let's take this call. Maybe it'll pick D- us up with Dizzy Dean, <laughs> yeah. Dizzy Dean, and Pee Wee Reese. Wow, you were going way back. Right? Hello, you're on. You're on. Hello. Unfortunately, it's not a pickup. It's probably a letdown. But uh, who else does not miss Dennis Miller Monday Night Football? Oh, oh God, uh, for sure. <laughs> I did not enjoy. He that. was a strange choice. That was horrible. Yeah, I did not enjoy not that. Right. I thought his weekend updates were okay, but his yeah. that was bad, and it didn't last long. Uh uh-uh. uh You knew it wouldn't. I saw him do stand up. It was great. And he was back in back before he got bitter and and, and a too, little too, too political. A little too political. Yeah, he was he was funny. Yeah. It was and it was great because he would tell jokes that only like a few people would get because he was on a higher intellectual plane. You know, it it have been great if you had a a smartphone back then because you could like Google some of the Google phrases, references, and, and, yeah, and figure yeah. out what the hell he was talking about and whether it was funny or not. But then people would crack up like little po- pockets of five or six people. <laughs> so it was weird, but uh, yeah, he wasn't that great as a. As a football commentator, I think he he kind of mailed it in the second half of the season. Anyway, he realized it wasn't working, and it just wasn't right. Did he only last one season? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah, they don't think they went past one. It season. just seemed like more. Yeah, it sure did. <clears throat> yeah, no, that was not good. I saw where sixty percent of I think it was athletic directors wanted to sever from the NCAA. Really? What do you guys think about that? Or voiced support for that idea, not well, I'm not surprised it's being asked during the middle of a pandemic. And yeah. I'm guessing those numbers wouldn't have been nearly as high if they asked that a year ago. Would just be my guess. But, I mean, you're and I, you know, I'm all for exploring, but what's the answer? Where's the money coming from? Where's the insurance and all that stuff coming from? I mean, yeah. he's got the answers. Well, they sure haven't. I don't think they've done a particularly good job, personally. And, you know. Well, they've pretty much kind of distance themselves from it and let the conferences uh-huh. do everything. I, it's, 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 I sometimes wonder what their purpose is if they're not going to have a purpose during something like this. Well, they, you know, exactly. the, aren't they technically just a governing body? I mean, they're well, really... yeah, governing body. But there's, govern really no, dur- there's no commissioner, really, of the NCAA? Yeah, no. there is. I, there's, his name's Mark Emmert. Okay, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) But there's no uh, football commissioner per se. Like No, and I wrote a column a while back saying they need to name a commissioner for football to handle football, and I suggested Barry Alvarez would be a good place to start, and Kirk actually gave me the idea when we had him on. Mm -hmm. Kirk's the one who says, and this pandemic has exposed the lack of just a central leader because you thought the NCAA, you thought Mark Emmert. He's the NCAA executive director. I think that's that's his actual Mm -hmm. title, I believe, but, you know, then direct do something. But even if the, the NCA wasn't going to make this virus do anything different, they no. weren't going to make numbers go. I mean, I, no, virus gonna I, virus. I, I don't make excuses for the NCA ever, but what there's only so much any entity can do during this stuff, especially if people just don't do the necessary daily things to take care of themselves. I mean, this was a, but I mean, so yeah, I mean, that does not surprise me. There's a lot of frustration right now. I'm hell if you've, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if you asked 40% of the country, they wouldn't say succeed from the union. They'd probably say yes. <laughs> you know, I mean, seriously. I know. You know, if they consider that, you know, they probably would. That's where the state we're in right now, division and everything. You're probably right. Well, they've talked about changing, making California four states so it can be better represented in, in, Cong- uh, in the Senate because they're so populated and they could actually separate it into three or four 
different, uh, you know, territories, I guess. Well, that's an interesting idea. Yeah. And then, of course, there's those that say just let the let it slide into the ocean and be its own country. I can't imagine Republicans would be crazy about that because you divide it into four. Maybe one of those states would have enough Republicans to to be a red state. I mean, maybe. isn't California just overwhelmingly Democrat? Overwhelmingly. Mm-hmm. So yes. I can't imagine for a while a Republican would want to do that. Well, no, I don't think not. they would. But, yeah, let's, let's stay out of politics. Uh, mm. However, I... Time to make uh, Puerto Rico an official state, I think. And, That's been uh, long overdue. And D.C. That'd be give us, yeah, that, yeah. Those, I think those are both. If that's what they want, and they both want that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. For the most part, yeah. I've never understood why that has taken, taken so long. Why don't we take a break? Oh, Let's take a break, to... Jim. Nine thirty right. gets comes pretty fast when you get here at ten after. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. You can hear KCJJ on all your devices through the TuneIn app, powered by Four Seasons at the Iowa City Marketplace. We have one more nice warm day before we cool things down here a little bit as we head into the weekend. Today, partly cloudy to mostly sunny. It is going to be breezy today. Our high 78, the wind. South becoming west at 15 to 25, gusting to 35 or 40 at times today. Tonight, mostly cloudy, 44 tomorrow, sunny, and a lot cooler, 54 the high on Friday. Friday sunshine, high of 56. We're going to keep the 50s through the weekend, 40s by next week. I'm meteorologist Sean Cable on the mighty 1630 KCJJ. Temperature now 54. Protecting families and fighting for the future our kids deserve. I'm Sheriff Lonnie Polkrabic. After 35 years in law enforcement, I know a good education for our kids is the cornerstone of our communities. In the Iowa House, I'll fight for public schools and every one of our families. I'll stand up to the insurance companies that increase premiums and deny for pre-existing conditions. So all Iowans get the health care they need. I'm Lonnie Polkrabic and I'm running for the Iowa House because I'll put your family first. Paid for by Lonnie Polkrovic for Iowa House. As your American Family Insurance agent in Iowa City, I'm looking out for what matters most to you, even when nothing's wrong. This is Andrew Pelzer of the Andrew Pelzer Agency. Call me at 319-338-7571, and let's talk about your insurance needs today. For details, contact Andrew Pelzer, agent. Call 319-338-7571 or stop by 2730 Naples Avenue Southwest Suite 100 in Iowa City today. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, SI, and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin, 53783. Over the years, car keys have gotten extremely complex. Mike's lock and e-keys for cars can generate the most technically advanced automotive keys on the market today. Mike's lock and e-keys for cars can produce most conventional transponder, sidewinder, and remote Keys. If you've lost the keys to your car or simply need a duplicate, call 330-9185. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars has the technology to keep you on the road. Call 330-9185 and schedule an appointment today. 1-800-800-ROSE 1-800-800-ROSE Your FTD florist is the only number you need to know to send flowers anywhere in the country or Canada from anywhere in the country. 1-800-800-ROSE It's so easy, just remember one number. 1-800-800-ROSE Your FTD florist. one 800 800- 
800 Rose. Remember, hey everybody, it's Kevin here from Big Dog Satellite and Solar, your local TV expert, and I want to tell you about Dish TV. If technology, value, and customer satisfaction are important to you, then it's time to cut the cable cord once and for all. Upgrade your TV experience and start saving with Dish today. Drop by Big Dog Satellite and Solar on Blair's Ferry Road in front of Rockwell. Call 3950800 or visit us on the web at BigDogSatellite.com. We are Big Dog Satellite and Solar, your locally operated and trusted satellite TV experts. The Solon American Legion Patriot Grill is now open for in-house dining. Stop by and enjoy their delicious selection of fresh-made breakfasts, lunches, and dinners. Still offering carry-out and curbside delivery, and they'll continue to offer their locally sourced prime rib dinner specials on Friday nights. The folks at the Solon American Legion thank you for your great support over the past several weeks, and they look forward to seeing you in person. Call 319-624-2277 for details, and like them on Facebook for the latest updates. Is replacing that uneven sidewalk or driveway still on your to-do list? Well, don't replace it, raise it. Choose Concrete Polyfix, Eastern Iowa's premier polyurethane concrete razors. Repair your sunken concrete in just a few hours and start using again that day. Call them at 319-535-2401 for your free estimate. Their top-of-the-line technology and equipment creates minimal mess and extraordinary result. Want fast, easy concrete repair that will last for years to come? Give them a call. Concrete Polyfix, 319-535-2401, or visit them online at ConcretePolyfix.com. Have you ever had really fresh fruit? I'm talking straight out of the orchard fresh. It's life-changing. I mean, the stuff at the store is fine, but they spray it with chemicals and keep it in a warehouse for who knows how long. At the fruit truck, we bring fresh fruit from the orchard straight to you. Just check our schedule and then come see us at the truck when we get to town. Go to MyFruitTruck.com to learn more about what we do and see when the truck is coming to you. MyFruitTruck.com The Fruit Truck. If you want it any fresher, you might just have to pick it yourself. Hi, this is Steve Anderson with Hawkeye Title and Settlement in Iowa City. Whether it's a crazy real estate market, record low interest rates, or the COVID-19 virus, we are living in unprecedented times. But know that my remarkable team at Hawkeye is literally working around the clock and in unique and adaptable ways to try to make every deal close smoothly and on time. We appreciate your understanding, patience, and flexibility as we power through this tough time. We're going to get through this together. Your life is always changing, and a lot of things can affect how and what you save. So a good retirement plan changes with your life. At Wells Fargo Advisors, we believe conversation leads to financial clarity. So start a conversation today. Wells Fargo Advisors, together we'll go far. For information locally, call 338-3799 or 866-217-2369 or stop by 501 12th Avenue, Suite 201, Coralville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. The Mighty 1630, KCJJ, the Hawk Fanatic Show, brought to you by our friends uh, at uh, Diamond Dental in Cedar Rapids with Dr. Lance Forbes, the Ox Yoke Inn, Premier Automotive, Hertzine and Stocker Jewelers, Big Dog Satellite Internet and Solar, 1-800-800-ROWS, Suple Siding and Remodeling, Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars, Hawkeye Title and Settlement, and our friends at Deary Brothers Ford Lincoln. Tom Suter, Pat Hardy back. Mr. Hunter, hi, Jim Hunter, <laughs> is your board operator and sidekick in this segment? Trying very hard to contribute, but uh, um, it's just kind of a, a, a blah day sports-wise. You're keeping the ship on. We got, yeah, we're collision course <laughs> with the rocks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Well, we we got the police reports coming up later, so we got that going for That's us. That's something to look forward to. Yeah, I mean, we've just ad nauseum talked about um, the football and how things have changed and uh, the protocols and all that stuff. I got to tell you, though, I'm really impressed by the, the way the athletic department is handling this. I think their infection rate is less than like five-tenths of one percent yeah. or something like yeah. that. I mean, it's... It's amazing. I mean, it it didn't look good at the beginning, but boy, it, uh, they have really buckled down. So that's a tribute to the entire athletic department and everybody in it. Well, so far so good, and just hope that we get on the field uh, on those twenty fourth. Yeah, a week from Saturday. Purdue. Yep. Yeah, that's what we want. Hello. Hey, a uh, couple quick questions. Do you know if uh, Geno Stone got picked up by anybody? He was released by the Ravens. I know he was released. I have not seen, but I was busy all day yesterday. I, um, but no, I'm not aware if he's been picked up. If anybody, I can. I Google. haven't seen if if he was, but I, not that I have heard. But yeah, um, but I can Google and maybe maybe by the end of the show we'll know. I'll look. But I've not seen anything on Twitter to say that to say that he is has been. Okay. And the other thing is, obviously, unlike Florida, wants to put ninety thousand people in the stands. But uh, is there have you, has there been any rumors talking about any besides uh, immediate family and friends in Canning this year? Well, yeah, there's been a lot of discussion, and there's talk that the parents will be allowed to begin with. And Gary Barta has said that if things progress positively, that they will entertain the idea of having more fans in games as the season moves on. Well, and you mentioned Florida, and they. Uh, have had to pause all team activities due to uh, yeah. a big increase in positive COVID tests. They have 19 positives following Tuesday morning testing. Jeez. Yeah, so I'm, I'm guessing Florida and LSU ain't playing. That's just too many. Yeah. And Florida played. Right. Who did Florida play? Yeah. Thanks for the call. And I, I'm looking Florida at. Florida got beat by Texas A&M. That's right. So you wonder what's going on at you wonder what's going on at Texas A&M now too. So well, Texas A&M filled their stadium, and I know and Florida coach was, was upset. Dan Mullen. How, how big how big of an advantage that was? No, they didn't fill it all the and, way. Uh, they so didn't so they didn't fill it all the way. It, they it, there was a lot of fans there, but Dan Mullen wants he wants Florida Stadium packed. Yeah. But now, obviously, that's not going to happen. But no, he'd been saying. You know what? His, go ahead. Yeah. His, Home game, they had, they were allowed seventeen thousand, and they only sold fifteen of the seventeen. So, well, well, that's interesting. Yeah, that is kind of interesting. And I just the the thought of wanting a packed stadium right now goes against any common sense. I would, you know, so. But that just shows you where we're at. And you know, because he said that the fans made a difference in the game at College Station. He says that, and that's why he said we need to pack Florida Stadium to give ourselves the advantage. And I read that, and I'm like, come on, you know, I mean. I know you want to win. It's well, I know what he's saying, but it's yeah. just not a good idea. Not right. at this point, no. And the governor and the state supports that, so that's the other problem. So, yeah. Well, DeSantis is a moron. <laughs> no, I just, I've seen the Baltimore Sun, Gino, a story about Gino being waived, but I have not seen. I'm, I'm Googling right now and don't see anything of him being picked up by another squad. So I was kind of surprised. I thought he would. Thought he would last. I did too. That doesn't mean he won't. I mean, he's more. He'll he'll get another chance. I just was surprised they made it. Boy, did you see last night, caller? Were you watching the? Feel bad for AJ. He jumped off sides and they benched him. And I don't think he played again. Did you see that caller? They yeah yeah they and you know right before that he had a great play. I know. And then he jumped the gun and uh, he had a nice tackle for a loss where he was really explosive. And I saw that. Gun, 
and he just kind of put his head down, and they took him out, and that was it. He was done. So. They showed Sean McDermott, the coach. They showed him right away. He said, get him out of here. Get him out of there. And then I, yep. they, never, they never let him play again. I mean, it was a bad mistake. It was a third and two, or a third and seven, and he turned it into a third and two, and then they ran for the first down. So it was, you know, it had consequences. But, man, I thought they would give him another chance. And I'm sure they will. And obviously I'm biased. I was pulling for A.J. I was just wanting them to put him back in. All right, go All on. right, thanks. Appreciate it. Thanks. thanks. Man, Buffalo got pounded last night. Tennessee's undefeated, 4-0. <clears throat> hadn't played in three weeks, hadn't barely practiced, and still came out and won the game. Our um, friend down in Florida who's a, a nurse, uh, he says that – uh, Yeah. He says everybody's wearing a mask right now. He says they're they're ignoring what the governor's saying and they, they realize what's going on and they're at least where he, he where he's at, they're they're being real careful. On right his now. little island. Yeah. Cause they don't want it to shut down and who who does? But you know, you you, you gotta use your brains. You you wanna go out and have drinks and stuff like that, sure, uh, everybody does, but uh, you gotta make the sacrifice to make that happen right now. Mm-hmm. I'm sure yep. there's places in Florida where they're not wearing masks. Too. No, oh, I'm sure there's plenty of places in Florida where they're not. But you know, plenty I don't of places g- everywhere. Don't want to get into the. Po- there's just too much politics right now. Anyway, it's just no. It just shouldn't be political. Yeah, wear the mask. Period. But it is. Yeah. yeah, it's been made that way. It has. Yes, it has. And then what's that? The the town hall things are tomorrow. Yeah. Yes. And I believe NBC's covering carrying Trump, aren't they? Yes, they are. That's interesting. Trump and Notre Dame. <laughs> you yeah. make the call. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, isn't NBC the Notre Dame channel? Well, Notre Dame appears on a lot of different networks now. I'm not sure exactly what the contract is because I see them on. Multi- the, yeah, you do, but they're, they, on, they're on multiple channels now. I don't know how it works. It used to be exclusively yeah. NBC, yeah. but now they're, they, I think they were on CBS a couple of weeks ago. Maybe that has something to do with the ACC. I'm not, I'm not sure. So, but, but that, so, you know, the Supreme Court nominee, she's, a, Notre, she's worked in this. She's mm-hmm. been affiliated with Notre Dame and what have you. So, but. Well, she would be the first uh, justice on the, on the court without a degree from Harvard or Yale. Also the first one younger than me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she's like she's only like in her late forties, isn't she? Yeah, she's forty-eight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. she's like yeah. So, so man, she could she could be on that thing for forty years. Oh yeah, yeah. and and uh, ain't nothing can stop that from happening. You know, she could. Ain't no stopping us now. Wasn't that the Brothers Johnson band? Yeah, yep. They could, that? They... Ain't no stopping <laughs> us now. Remember that song? She oh yeah, I do not. I oh, you'd know it if you heard it. Yeah. You had to have, unless you were just living in a drug haze in the seventies. <laughs> I had my share of leafy substance, if that's what you mean. But well, you would you wouldn't have described your seventies as just a drug haze, would you? No, and I wouldn't ever describe myself as a Brothers Johnson <laughs> devotee. No, nor me either. But that song was played, Hunter. You know that song was yeah, used by it, sporting events. It was it was huge. Yeah, we would take this call. This person sounds like they may be struggling. <laughs> Hello, you, you okay? Uh, NBC owns the rights to every home Notre Dame football. Oh, is that game. what it is? Okay, uh, road okay. games. Are up in the air. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. That, that, that's good. That explains it. Good Thank you. Know. Appreciate it. Thanks. Yep. No problem. Thanks. Because yep. yeah, I was noticing that they are they're on so many different channels now, and didn't really think about being the visiting team though. There you go. That mm-hmm. makes sense. It does. And now it's like being the visiting team. I mean, Iowa. I keep reminding myself that Iowa plays at Purdue, but it's just weird because I'm not going. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the last time. 
there's been some football games I haven't gone to. Like maybe Tyler has gone for me a couple times. And then when I was at the Press Citizen, I remember there were some times when I, somebody else went to Penn State instead of me and stuff. But this, this, this is going to be weird. This will be... I think we're going to see kind of a track meet or... Well, I mean, I think if Purdue has its way, yeah, this is going to be interesting because I think both defenses are going to be under a lot of pressure. I would think. I mean, Purdue is... I mean, this will be interesting to see just how good Purdue can be. I mean, you can't judge everything on one game, but if Purdue... If Purdue comes out and struggles against Iowa, I, it's going to be interesting because they need to get the momentum going again. Jeff Brown's great, don't get me wrong, but they, they've kind of hit a lull. I mean, they didn't have a great year last year. They had injuries and what have you, and so we'll see. To me, this is a bigger game for Purdue than it is for Iowa. And it's big for Iowa, don't get me it wrong. Is. But it's not for – I mean, <laughs> Iowa, you could at least say, well, it was a road game, we'll come back. Purdue, you lose a home game coming off a season i mean iowa won 10 games last year iowa's mm-hmm. got way more momentum and cred right now than purdue purdue what did purdue do last year did they i think they won six or seven games last year i think that it right. wasn't the year people had no let's, that's fair to say hello uh good morning gentlemen how are you today good Doing okay how are you have you uh heard anything by chance from the high school union what might happen if if they uh if they get the virus and uh it's in playoff and they, and they are, uh, one team has to, I suppose, what do they do? Do they, then they, the team that doesn't have it, do they play a different team? And because so the one's going to have to forfeit. That's a good I question. I'm, uh, I don't know. I don't anything know I would say would, anything I would say would be complete speculation. I, so. I, me too. I mean, I, I, I'm not sure what they could do in those types of circumstances. I mean, I mean, I imagine they would handle it like they do the regular season. Okay, these teams can't play, especially in the early rounds. I mean, but let's say you get to the semifinals and a team, what what happens? Well, I don't, do, I, you, do you advance? Do you just advance them? Do they just advance to the finals? With a, I, I mean, think probably. Probably that would have to be the case, but I don't know anything official. Because if you don't, then you don't have a championship game. No, you're right. And, hey, um, well, no, I'll play. But, yeah, sir, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I can um, – I will. I'll ask. Um, I could ask Ryan Merkin. He would know the guy who, for your prep sports. But I, off the top of my head, I. But I'm just not sure how many options they would have. The further you get along into the playoffs, early on, yeah, I think these first rounds, these are everybody's playing anyway. I'm sure if some teams test positive, and what's today? Well, Wednesday? there's going to be some teams test positive, and it could happen in the next 48 hours. Yeah. Let's say a team test positive today. I could see. Well, well, I could see them yeah, scrambling. But in that case, excuse me. I'm sorry. That's okay. But no, but, early on. But in that case. It, in that case, they could go ahead and play somebody that had a bye, maybe, right? I mean, I don't know. Yeah, but then, yeah, I, but then I that doubt he, that because that other team. Then what's the point of having a bye if you don't get a bye? I mean, yes. but they and, could also say, well, hey, we're in a pandemic, guys. You know, sorry, yeah, know your bye's gone. I was going to say, you got to adapt, I suppose. You got to adapt. I'm you know, guessing like, if Team A tests positive and it the resulting thing is the game is not played that team b advances that's what i would think yeah. that at this stage that's what i would think unless let's say team c not far away has the same thing then maybe those two teams could play and those other two teams that were would you know they're in the same class if they're, they're awesome. anything yeah. even if same class of course yeah. but i i think they would of even course. drive i think teams would even drive across state i mean we had teams driving two three hours during the regular season oh yeah games. yeah so I wouldn't rule out anything, especially early when there's more teams to choose from. I'm glad I'm not making yeah, because they're traveling. <laughs> they're traveling quite a ways for the first game. Like Glenmore goes to Waukee. Oh yeah, without uh, question. Yeah. Two hour drives are nothing right yeah. now. Yeah, it's nothing. It's not unusual. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I thanks. Thought maybe you might have got some press. 
I thought back sometime you'll get stuff. No, they've. Done, I haven't seen anything. I haven't seen it. But Ryan Merkin handles most of that for your prep sports. But I have not seen anything official, any type of statements or what exactly what they're going to do in case of this or that. So we'll see. Okay. All right. Uh, thanks. Curious. Thanks, gentlemen. Thanks, Harry. And hey, I was wrong. Purdue was four and eight last year. So yes, this Ooh. game is way. Wow. This game is way bigger. I was thinking they Purdue, got yeah. to six no, I got and the six, records last year. No, Purdue wow. three, and, three and six, four and eight. Iowa six and three, ten and three. Minnesota seven and two, eleven and two. Wisconsin seven and two, ten and four. I forgot Wisconsin lost four games. Wisconsin lost more games last year than Iowa did. Yeah. But yeah, they Purdue, won the one that counted. I mean, though. Purdue needs Purdue needs a good season. I mean, I know, yeah. I know everyone's probably going to get a pass because of the pandemic to a certain extent. Uh, well, to a certain I would extent, think so. if Iowa football goes two and six, Kirk's not going to get a pass. No, no. I, I mean, that's not that will not be good. Hello. But two and six at Purdue won't be. Even Jeff Brown no. will no longer be considered the master genius anymore. Hello. Hey, uh, this is Corey on Sycamore. Hey, hey, Corey. Uh-huh. I just want to, you know, I know how good our basketball team is. But I don't know anything about Gonzaga. They're, They're really good. They're going to be preseason number one. Preseason number one, yeah. Really? Yeah. Yes. Uh, uh, what, what's, what's their, I mean, um, what is it that they have that we don't have? Uh, well, um, so you're – Cred? Cred probably more <laughs> than anything because, you know, we're ranking teams that haven't played a game yes. yet. But Gonzaga is going to get the benefit of the doubt way more than Iowa because it's Gonzaga and a lot of the best – and Gonzaga's got two or three possible high NBA draft picks. And we can't say that about Iowa right now, can we? No. Not at all. Gonzaga is uh, – what, what, where are they from again? They're – was it the uh, – West Coast? Yeah, yes, they're, they're in, they're in um, what city right? in California? No, they're in Washington. It's Washington. Oh, yes. Gonzaga's right. in Spoke, right. It's in Spokane, Washington, isn't it? I mean, I'll look at their roster. But Gonzaga's been a – I mean, they've been a elite program. And, oh, yeah. And they're when you bring back the amount of players they bring back from a team that was really good, you're going to get a lot of preseason momentum and respect. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Chandler says Gino – All right, that's it. Thank Gino you. signed with the Ravens. Oh, he did? Practice squad. Oh, okay, okay. That's So that's lots of times what they do. They will yeah. – they will cut a kid, and then they'll bring him back on the practice squad, which, you know. And then they may elev- elevate they may, it later. They, well, they're always able to go back up if they mm-hmm. have injuries and what have you. I'm not sure what it means as far as financially, because I would imagine he already signed a contract, but then I don't know. I don't know, how, sure. I don't know how all that stuff works, but my guess is Gino will use this as motivation. And, hey, the league's rough. I mean, it was weird seeing them the way they handled AJ last night. He just said, get him out of there. And yeah. he just never played again, and I felt so bad for him. So, you know, when they were – and and Buffalo was just getting pounded. I mean, they they yeah, they I think didn't the co- look very good. I, the, and that was well, that was their first loss, but you could tell the coach was just really frustrated. And AJ was trying to make a play. He just got he just got over anxious and jumped off time off sides at a really bad time. Yeah, Gonzaga is in Spokane. You're right. Yeah, Pat. yeah, and um, I'm just um, there have been uh, you guys keep talking. I've got <laughs> but that's the thing. I mean, Gonzaga has been one of the top programs in the country for. What, 15 years probably, 10 or 15 years in Iowa, not at all. Well, that's right. Jalen Suggs plays for Gonzaga. Ooh. Remember him? Yes. <laughs> and um, Suggs is the, was the dual sports star from Minneapolis mm-hmm. area, who Iowa Iowa was the first one, I believe, to offer him. Yeah, Iowa coveted him. And Iowa, Fran worked his butt off trying to recruit Jalen Suggs. Jalen Suggs even said a couple times that nobody's working harder than Iowa, but when he decided that he wanted to play basketball over football, he was also a dual-threat quarterback. 
I mean, it's Gonzaga's got that appeal. They recruit all over the place, and he. My guess is Jalen Suggs thinks he's going to play at Gonzaga for one year and will be in the NBA. Well, that's his plan. I think. Iowa normally yeah. doesn't get players like that. No, is that fair to say? Completely fair to say. Yeah, this article is interesting. It's pretty much all about Jalen Suggs. They haven't even mentioned. They haven't even mentioned one other player on the team yet, and this is it was this was billed as like a season preview. That will be interesting to see how these veteran players handle him coming in. With all this publicity and what have you, sometimes that can... Well, all that stuff, it boils down to chemistry. And, you know, I mean, just look at, at Kentucky. They've had unbelievably talented teams just, you know, that send everybody to the NBA, but... They've only won one national title yeah, under... but they haven't... They, they have trouble gelling because they don't play together over a number of years. They play together for one year. Gonzaga tips off his season on November 25th and will play Auburn, Texas Tech, Houston, Tennessee, Baylor, and Iowa all within the first 25 days of its season. Wow. wow. That's a... that's what teams like Gonzaga do. Michigan State does that. And um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I forgot all about... I forgot. Wow, that our, this article's over, and they didn't mention one other player on the team <laughs> Jalen Suggs. But, yeah, that's going to be an interesting matchup to see how he handles Iowa's experience backcourt, assuming the game happens. Do we always have to put that disclaimer out there? Yeah, you do. I mean, um, Suggs is about 6'4". He's a, I mean, he's your, your kind of your typical NBA point guard now. Point guards are much bigger now. There are more. There's a lot of scoring point guards in the league. Point guards that can manufacture their own shot, and that's kind of him. From so, what do I've seen. we do we think maybe um, Joe Toussaint maybe get the, a lot of minutes against Jalen Suggs because he's got the quickness to stay with him? I think Zone will get some minutes against. I think they'll play mm. some Zone. Yeah, Toussaint. Uh, the thing is, though, if you put Toussaint in there, who are you taking out? Yeah, I know. Like, especially if a team has size. Yeah. Who are you going to take out? I mean, Joe Toussaint. Is gonna, don't get me wrong, I think, it, but his minutes may be impacted more than anyone else with how much Fran feels he needs to have Bohannon and Frederick in at the same time, which I think is going to be a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I think there's also going to be times where Fran's be like, God, we got to get somebody to stop that ball. I mean, yes, Joe, exactly. get in there. You know, because, you know, we've seen before. I mean, especially with Jordan, we've seen before where they struggle to stop the ball in transition because they just don't have that pressure at the point mm-hmm. of attack and that's what Toussaint can bring so well it's gonna be fun you know I, I'm still in that weird situation where I'm more looking forward to the basketball season than I am the football season. yeah but once football I, I think once football you'll see a game oh god if Iowa wins at Purdue you'll come in on Monday and you, <laughs> sure don't you bring on Clemson don't you think there'll be a little of that <laughs> Probably. I mean, if we win 45 to 10. It'll be or, like, you know, I mean, so I just think once the game is played. Yeah, once the Big Ten gets started back up. And as long as interested. we get there without a hitch, I think people will kind of start to, okay, football's here. Let's, you know, let's see how how this thing goes. And there's some, there's pressure on Kirk in the fact that with the offseason they've had, Kirk just needs to give fans something positive to embrace right now after this rocky offseason. This was a tumultuous mm. oh, offseason. Yes, it was. And the only way Kirk is going to help put that in the past, losing is going to just add to the misery because then people are going to say, well, this team's divided. You know that's going to happen if they come out and they just have a bad season. People are going to – don't you think Blame some people – They'll connect the – yeah, I yep. think some people will. I think yep. they'll just make the assumption. So that means they got to come out and win. And I said five and three, maybe six and two. But I'm not ready to say I'm not ready to say seven. I mean, I I see two or three losses on that schedule. I guess I'm more along the lines of five and three, four and four than. 
and six and two. But. Maybe I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt because they now have a deadhead playing quarterback. You're right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> normal seasons, maybe I would be that way. But five and three is the number that sticks out yeah. to me. And but we'll see. I mean, we don't know anything about what Spencer Petrus is going to do under pressure. We don't know what Purdue's defense is going to look like. Um, don't know what our defense. Well, our defense is going to be X amount good because Phil Parker is a great coach. Yeah, and we always have a, at least a, a lot of solid defense. Usually, I mean, 2012 was not a real good. Well, that's, there, there's yeah. been some. Been a they've, few. They've had some times where they've struggled. Now it's going to be different though. That defensive line's got. I mean. I mean, um, Brady Reef and um, Cedric Lattimore played a lot of minutes, yes, a did. lot of plays at defensive tackle. Davion Nixon's going to have to take. It was weird when I asked Kelvin Bill, "What what does Davion Nixon, Davion Nixon, need to do to take his game to the next level?" He says, "Just be a good teammate." That's he just kept. He wouldn't say anything else. Just be a good teammate. He didn't. He didn't offer any other, it's, which I which I thought was kind of weird. That is a strange thing to say. And he just he just wouldn't go off that narrative. He just kept saying it over and over and didn't add anything else. So okay. Hello. Hey, quick question. I'll hang up. Are you guys having uh, Coach Donnie Patterson come back on? Yes. I mean, I've got to finalize everything, but yes, I talked to Don a while back. And do we want him on the Monday before, or should we just wait and have him on after like we normally do? Or should I try to get him on for this coming Monday? Let's get get him on for the coming Monday. You bet. Just, I think Donnie's always uh... – But, yeah, I will reach out to him this week. So, yeah, we start, we've start. we agreed kind of to the Monday thing, 930. And, um, yeah, we can have him on. Did we uh, – I, could we have him on? Yeah, I think we did have him on the week of the game to preview the season. I think so. And this, yeah, we'll do that. And then, of course, we usually we always have him on on the Monday after each game. And then, of course, I wanted to remember Friday, we've got Chuck Long and mm-hmm. Jamie Morris coming on, which Friday's October 16th, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So it'll be just three days off, October 19th, 1985. That was the 35 years ago, Iowa, Michigan. It's radio station's birthday today. This radio station? 1998, we switched over to 1630 and went to 10,000 watts. Oh, wow. Yep. Wow, so that's 22 years ago. And Steve is not here to celebrate. Well, Steve no, pointed it out. But we've been forewarned. <laughs> it's the best vacation day. We've been forewarned <laughs> that he's monitoring the show. Yes, said. yes. And um, you know what? I got one word for that. Can I say it on the air? Sure. Pathetic. <laughs> I was why would you go? Be, why do you go on a vacation and then monitor the misery that you are? I was going to say plastics from yeah, the graduate. Yes, but, that's a that's a good line. Yeah. Do you monitor the show when you're gone? Uh no. And uh, no, because I'm never. Uh, you're never here. When you leave and you're not in, you're usually gone somewhere, right? I, when I'm away from here, I don't think about here. Steve does. Period. Does well, Steve? Oh, continually. Yeah. But see, COVID's really cramped your style. You and Ann haven't been able to really, I mean, no we Vegas, drove, no Florida, no. Tahiti. We dro- <laughs> drove to Dubuque yesterday, and it felt like uh, we flew to the moon. Well, I drove to Des Moines <laughs> yesterday, and when I left Johnson County, it was the first time I'd been outside of Johnson County since March. Wow. When yeah. I went to the Big Ten tournament, I, that just kind of dawned on me. Yeah, I saw my mom for the first time since January, and I couldn't go inside. Had to see her outside. Had to social distance. They did let me get close enough to take a picture with her. That was my ninety-one-year-old nice. mom, and she finally got hot. And she kept saying, "Hey, let's go inside." She kept trying to get up off her chair to get her walker. And I'm like, "Mom, they won't let me in." And she's like, "Yeah, they will. I'll tell them." I'm like, <laughs> and the nurse is sitting there nodding. And they, you know, they're great people there, but you know, they have rules. Yeah. I mean, you know, in the rooms that she wanted me to go in there, there was probably three people combined age of six hundred that were sleeping. <laughs> They didn't need me in there, you know. They no. don't. You just can't. You have to, you know. So, but no, we had a nice talk out in the little 
open little garden area right by her. And she, she lives on 3801 Grand. It's a really nice facility. It ain't cheap, but, you know, nothing of quality service is these days. Mm-hmm. But she worked her butt off to be able to be there. And, and it was just nice seeing her. It was just nice. And she did recognize. She said, Pat, that was nice because, you know, she's getting old. Yep. Sure. And it was just nice being able to see her. But just the fact that I couldn't just go into her room where she lives and sit and talk and watch TV like we used to just shows you we're far from normal. This Far from. No, and there are you know, people that are ending their lives without their loved ones around, and that's just, that's just heartbreaking. Sucks. Yeah, just heartbreaking. Yeah, and I never took my mask off. Now, she didn't have a mask on, but like I said, we social distance, and we were outside, too. I mean, outside does make a big difference, and, mm-hmm. but it got hot. I mean, the sun was just blaring, for, and so funny. We talked 45 minutes for an hour, but that was enough. We, my sister and I got her a big display of uh, flowers. Uh, nice. Some mums, but boy, they ain't cheap either. 70 bucks. <laughs> no, they're not. Good Lord. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, 70 bucks for flowers. I didn't. No wonder the Souples own this world. You know? <laughs> well, they took it in the, uh, in the shorts, too. There's a lot of funerals that aren't happening. That's no, right. I know. That's and right. weddings and stuff like well, that. Well, my sister owns a tuxedo business. What do you, how do you think it's doing? Oh, yeah, right. Oh, yeah, that'd be. I mean, Skeffington's formal wear. I mean, or not, not my sister, my sister-in-law. Think about that. I mean. Wow. I mean, our weddings, weddings aren't happening like normal, are they? They, no, are, like nor- they are kind of. But well, I mean, as far as your traditional church ceremonies, with you know, I haven't, uh, I haven't p- been to church since. Packed. I haven't been to church since late February. I'm not going to church. That's one of no. the worst decisions you could do right now. Hey, here's communion. You know, I'm a, <laughs> here, you want me to put it on my tongue before I give it to you? I mean, yeah. You, why don't we just uh, French kiss and call it even? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, so. basically. Yeah, it's and and uh, yeah. I, I mean, I feel bad. I mean, people really like that fellowship, and but again, it's the same thing. It's you know, but the families, you know. That are talking on CNN today. People are being encouraged not to get together for Thanksgiving. I mean, mm-hmm. my God, Thanksgiving. Yeah. Well. Oh, I. D- I mean, I, we're in the same situation. We're doing. We won't have our. I don't believe. We, I don't think I'll be going to Des Moines like I normally do on no, Thanksgiving. No, we've already decided we're doing a Zoom Thanksgiving dinner. Everybody's going to get something to eat, and about four o'clock, we're all going to do a Zoom meeting. <laughs> we had a Thanksgiving tradition for years and years and years where we did, took the train to Chicago, and stayed downtown. Oh, cool. Yeah, I mean, we did that for like 15 straight years or 14 years, mm-hmm. and uh, ain't doing it now. Yeah, I always just go to Des Moines. I mean, well, I would just... be in Colorado. I mean, I, that's the week of my my usual mm-hmm. yearly vacation. I go up and spend the week in Colorado with my daughter, and that ain't happening this well, year. Well, I got a sister and brother in law in Michigan, and my brother in law's had heart and kid. They told him, you know, mm-hmm. you got to stay. Stay away from people for Stay the time. Put. Stay yeah. put for the time being. Yeah, they don't go hardly anywhere. They go to visit their grandson in Ann Arbor. That's about the only thing they do. Mm-hmm. Hello, uh, Pat. When you know, when somebody used to get mad at you, they used to call you Patrick. Like say Patrick. Now, reason why I'm saying that, Pat. No, worse than that. I've been. <laughs> <laughs> the reason why I'm saying is I've been going to church uh-huh. at St. Patrick. And they got everything separated out. They got like six feet between the pews, and they got the pews basically got got them tied off. And you wear a mask all the time. And the only time you take that mask off is when you get the host. You take the mask off and put it in your mouth, and you go down and you kneel, and you're done. That's it. And then when you leave, you have to leave uh, back as first, and that's it. <laughs> and I tell you what, and the, and the father's got a shield on, and he's got a he's got a mask on too. 
So I feel pretty, pretty, pretty good. And, and I, I go to, I normally, yeah. I normally go to St. Pat's. Like I said, well, I just if you're not, feel safe enough. Yeah, no, that, that's your decision right now. I don't feel safe enough. But you know, hearing that does. Okay. Now I would say, now can we assume his the priest's hands are clean? I mean, well, that's funny you say that because guess what? They use, they have them before the, before they hand the communion out. You, he has the sand hand sanitizer right on the altar or right beside him. No, that's good to hear. And he will actually. Yeah, because I'll admit, there's a, would use that. There's been a few times when I've woke up on Sunday and be like, you know, I wouldn't. I'd like to go to church, but I just haven't entered, given it any thought because a lot of people are still saying, yeah. saying it's risky. But no, that does sound like they are taking very strong steps to make oh. it safe. Well, the, it's probably they're no doing holy, great, and probably, probably no holy water in the uh, in the the uh, the urns there at the begin uh, when you walk in. I would assume. Well, in all fairness, oh yeah, Jim, that's gone. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's been drained out. But what they got, the other good thing about it is though. There is there is no missiles or anything like you know the books that we use that they're not in, they're not in the pews. So you either they give you you can get one and I have one at home here. I take the every mass in and follow along is what I do. Okay. Well, good and for it, you. you know that's great. Yeah, and we're in we're in basically right now we're in of course we're in that ordinary time thing before Christmas. So I mean it's a big long one. Yeah, but yeah I mean I feel really concerned. And then like I said before. The service starts, whoever's doing the, the lecturing or whatever we're doing, you know, the readings will come up and say and give you the guidelines, what's going to happen. So you're not, like, surprised and say, oh, my God, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Okay. You know? That's cool. No, that, go that, Hawks, that, gentlemen. That's, that's, that's great. If that's you feel a, comfortable, knock yourself out. The other side of the coin is 52,000 cases yesterday in the United States. Yeah, 52,000. Wow. Plus. And it's going away, according to certain people in charge. Sure it is. Come to Des Moines. It'll be fine. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> That's how many it was yesterday? 52,000. How many in Iowa? Uh, I, don't, I don't think I've heard how many in Iowa. I didn't Iowa. see Iowa's that numbers. That come, comes out right about now. Yeah, when, about 10, 10.30. When is he in Des Moines today? Uh, six o'clock. You saw that billboard someone bought? Yeah, right across from the airport. Right what on, did it say? Uh, right Trump, Trump super spreader event in an arrow at the airport. Oh, right on the corner. <gasps> oh, I thought somebody just created that on their computer. No, that's, no, that's, that's actually up. It's right on oh, the cor- wow. It's right on the corner of Fleur and McKinley. That is awesome. If you're familiar with Des Moines, everyone knows, right? Uh-huh. It's literally, oh, just, it's just, just east of the, of the airport there. Yep. My guess is he probably won't see it. I mean, my guess is they'll go out of their way to sh- make him not see it. Who knows? But someone spent a lot of money for it, and I don't know if the last story I read, it didn't say who it was. I mean, you can keep that stuff secret, can't you? That stuff doesn't oh, have to Oh, yeah. Be. Yeah, you can. But I can't imagine a billboard like that's got to cost a decent amount of money, doesn't it? Well, yeah, and you're doing it on short notice. It's not like, you know, because most of those billboards, back in the when things were normal, you have to re- reserve a billboard uh, space months in advance because mm-hmm. the prime ones were always, you know, booked. So he must have paid, whoever did it paid big money to get that sign and get it up that quickly. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I was in Des Moines a day earlier, so I'm safe, you know, I, I mean, but be, <laughs> they're doing it at the hangar at the airport. Right. It'll be interesting. I'm sure there'll be a thousand, tons of people there. Yeah. I just, yeah, I don't get it. I don't either. That'd be the last place on the planet I would want to be would be with a thousand people being seeing a guy who just got over covid theoretically mm-hmm. yeah well and other people around you that aren't uh, practicing social distancing and or they're not going to have their masks no on. they'll get a mask but they won't be wearing it there'll be some that wear it but you know the ones on camera won't have them on yeah because they, they they scoot those guys away 
Because wasn't it, what was, there was one, uh, I think when Trump in, uh, announced he was running for re-election, you know, which was a foregone conclusion in the Rose Garden, uh, there was a lady wearing a mask in the crowd, and uh, they took a shot of her, and then, like, the next time they went to that crowd, she was gone. They, they moved her out because they didn't want anybody to see somebody actually, you know, being masked or something like well, that. Well, the other night, though, I saw Trump, and they had a ton of people. It's almost like they were shoving people with masks in front of him to try to say, hey, you know, we're... It was just the opposite. That's weird. Yeah, and then he does the opposite the next day. It's just so weird. There was. It seems like everybody in front of the weird. camera was wearing a mask that night. So yep. yeah, I mean, it will be interesting to see what that's going to do to the traffic out there. I mean, Fleur Drive is a pretty busy street. I mean, it's and I mean, where, where do you park? They'll, they'll shut it down, won't they? Where do you park? If you're, how do they are they shuttling people there? I don't. Where do you? I don't, park? I don't know. They're allowing people to come in at three o'clock, so they'll be there for three hours. I mean, and but are they going to park at the airport? Gee, there's a good idea right there. <laughs> exactly. Are they going to park? There's only so much parking at the airport. Yeah, I don't know. That's but maybe the airport. I assume airports aren't near as busy as they because of the virus, right? Well, that is true. That, yeah, so, also yeah. true. Yes. Who knows? So just everyone be safe and. Well, God, we can relax now, Pat. Trump insists U.S. rounding the final turn. Oh, thank God we can breathe easier now. Thank God. <laughs> Did he not aware of the 52,000 or he just doesn't? He doesn't care. He's no. a liar. No, he's Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. We're drifting off onto politics. Sorry. The captain's not even here. We can't blame Captain. Well, we, we, had, we had Kevin Bird in here yesterday, and I remarked it was a, he was the last live show I saw. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, because he was playing, again, a charity event, the uh, uh, VIP Super Bowl in February of last or mm-hmm. of this uh, last year, this year, uh, at the uh, Marriott in uh, Coralville. He was just playing while people were eating. My last concert was Roseanne Cash. Uh, and Hancher. Oh, yeah. That was a, I, that's I got awesome. tickets. I got tickets for shows. They just uh, keep getting postponed. <laughs> <laughs> One got canceled altogether, which kind of upset me because I really wanted to see Squeeze. But um, they were touring with Hall & Oates and were doing some one-off shows on their own, mm-hmm. calling it the Squeeze Songbook. And I thought, this would be great. I love that band. I've never seen them. It would be a great place to see them. And they just ended up canceling the show. I got my money back and everything. But I got you know Taj Mahal uh, coming to the Angler Theater sometime next year. Um, Robert Cray, uh, Des Moines. And then uh, the... Uh, uh, the pseudo country band Southern Culture on the Skid is going to be a Wildwood next, oh, be fun. next spring. That should be fun. Yeah. <clears throat> so looking forward to all of that. Hopefully. Hopefully, theoretically, I'll be enjoying myself. Are they all after April? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. So. Not that necessarily April is any kind of. Uh, but that's kind of where everybody's thinking. Things will start to turn around yeah. at least by then. Well, but we'll see. I th- we can hope. Yeah, I mean, and the arena folks are basically saying 2022. We're not taking. We're not going to book shows and then take a chance, and uh, you know, in the middle of July, still be in there and then not being able to do the show. So, um, so I mean, vi- viruses generally don't just go away. No, I they mean, don't. You have find a way to fight them and and cope with them, but they don't. Well, theoretically, we will have uh, football a week from Saturday, and uh, you know, maybe by. Uh, winter time or after the first of the year, they'll start, you know, letting people into. Pat, are they talking about bringing some, at least some fans into uh, Carver Hawkeye for the basketball games? Yeah, I mean, they're, but they haven't. Nothing's close to being Not, finalized. But my guess is, parents and yeah, those small amounts. It'll be just like and some it'll students. Be, it'll be trial and error. If things move along smoothly, then more as the season progresses, like they said they would like to do in football. But it's whatever somebody says now. Could mean nothing in like two days. That's, that's, that's exactly I just, right. And that's 
that's why it's so hard to make any kind of decisions mm-hmm. of any kind because you don't it's on shifting sand and yeah but like what the caller said earlier about high school the fact that they're letting every team play is giving them flexibility uh-huh. to where if things do get posed, they're going to have options to choose from because more than likely if one team shuts down other teams are going to shut down then those I mean, so they're flexible but the interesting thing will be with high school, the further they go along in the playoffs. If you're in the yep. semifinals and your team, I think you just COVID your way into the finals <laughs> in a way. I, think that's, yep. a, I they, think that's the only thing you can do. Somebody could COVID their way all the way to the finals. They really could. I mean, and, and win that game. Hey, we so- know you lost last week, but do you want to come back and play these guys so they have an opponent? To, I mean, <laughs> they, they won't do that. No. No. So it's going to be inter- it's going to be interesting to see when the college playoffs actually get started if they do a eighteen or whatever how many team playoff whatever they decide to do in the bowl games I mean I, I don't think anything is beyond the realm of possibility and nope. this I I think they would consider anything that they think might allow them to get some type of product on the field yep hello yeah it's Corey on Sycamore again hey, hey. do you ever leave Sycamore do you ever go on any other streets. <laughs> I just want to say that speculation is our new normal. Well, yeah, it sure is. Yep, I've been speculating. For- yeah, well, that's your good point. That's all he's got. Why is he always on Sycamore? Why didn't he ever right. leave Sycamore? He's comfortable where he is. <laughs> I'm not having nothing wrong. Good street. I'm a, I'm a regular caller, so. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but you could but, call uh, sometime and say, hey, this, "This is thanks, Corey. This is Corey on friendship." <laughs> you know. Corey we, and Coraville. We'd still take his call if he said this. Sure. Was Corey I don't from- want to be specific about my. Uh, uh, <laughs> Your address? I'm just on Sycamore. That's it. Okay. All right. That's All right. fair enough. All right, guys. Thanks. Have a good day. Yep. Yep. Bye. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so, but but you, you what you said earlier? Yes. Once the Big Ten gets started back up, I will be f- far more interested than I am now. Now, if Iowa starts 0 2, you'll be poopy and you'll do basketball, basketball well, let's get basketball ba- i think a lot of fans though if football struggles early if, i think a lot of fans will be saying football and wrestling to a certain extent if we start on two yes i will be poopy yeah hello definitely this is fruit pie i'm calling from a ledge <laughs> <laughs> thanks fruit pie <laughs> was that real fruit pie that was real fruit pie okay why was he calling from? Was he going to kill himself? Uh, Jump off? I, I, Suggesting maybe the show is driving. <laughs> should be pushed off the ledge. Driving him to the point of wanting to kill himself. Well, that's a that's a ringing endorsement. I haven't heard from him in a while, have we? Or does he? Uh-uh. Oh yeah, he called in uh, about a week ago. Called in to uh, when Tommy was on with Steve one day. Does Paul Lind ever call in anymore? No. I miss Paul Lynn. Oh, he was he was a great caller. He was calling when I first started here, and he was he was great. Oh no, he was terrific. <laughs> and he did sound like him too. Sounded exactly like him, and he hit, did some other characters too, but I can't remember. But yeah, he was he was funny. So did I hear you guys say it's supposed to be almost eighty degrees today? Because man, it was cold as crap coming in here. Today. Yeah, they're saying. Yeah, uh, I've got my hoodie on. I mean, I was up, cold up to eighty, but uh, and the sun's finally now starting to come out a little bit, and it's. Sixty-one. Oh, close. It's risen seven degrees since I got here. I mean, yeah. it's fifty-four when I got here. So yeah, it's. You know, but man, the wind is still. That's the other thing. I mean, I just hope the weather's not a fact. You, you you get to this game. Okay, we survived COVID. Okay, <laughs> then it's going to be 
torrential rain and huge i just hope that they don't have to overcome crap like that too the way 2020 is though watch that purdue game be stopped by like lightning delays for five hours <laughs> that's the way this year's been no you're right i mean it's just been the strangest strange and you're it's like that tennessee tech game with the you know, torrential downpour where they had to clear the stadium out. Of course, that's not a problem now because the stadium is going to be right. clear anyway. Yeah. Well, maybe a power outage or something. You never know what could yeah. happen. <laughs> yeah, I would. I mean, 2020 has shown us that nothing is beyond the reach of strange. Yep. And I mean, it's just when we think back to this year, 10 years from now. Well, don't you think 2020? It'll just be 10 years from now. It'll, 2020, when people they'll just know oh, you're you're talking about that crazy year. It's kind of a kind of a lost year in a lot of ways. Yeah, well, in a lot figuratively and literally. Yeah. I mean, sadly. Yep. Yeah, we just haven't been able to. I mean, we're just haven't been able to to get a foothold in 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 since March, really. No. And like the World Series is going on right now, and I couldn't care less. I haven't seen a. Well, pitch. we're not quite yet. Or not yet. The, but, the, uh, the I mean, the, the no, the, the American League champion. That's what yes. I meant. Yes. But and w- and when that happens with the World Series, I won't. I just don't care. And normally, I care a little bit, even if the Cubs aren't. But I haven't watched one pitch of the Devil Rays and I haven't Astros. Either. I haven't either. I haven't watched one pitch. And the Do- and I, who are the Dodgers even playing? Atlanta. Atlanta. And not, Atlanta's up two nothing. That is stunning. I mean that that's now that may now if Atlanta all of a sudden has a chance to close on the Dodgers, that's a game I may watch because to me the Dodgers always come across during the regular season as, as unbeatable, but then they find ways to lose. But who the <laughs> hell's going to want to watch Atlanta Tampa Bay? I mean, honestly, seriously, God. no, that's what I mean. We well, got two states that'd be interested: Georgia and Florida. Oh, that's right. <laughs> but I don't even know who Atlanta's manager is right now. But whoever it is has done a hell of a job. Yeah, I, I didn't realize I Atlanta know. was supposed to be that good. But then, it's a sixty-game season, right? This is—I mean, we're, these teams will get done with the World Series, and they will have barely played half of a normal season. So, mm-hmm. like, if anything, if any season deserves an asterisk, it's this baseball season, even more so than the NBA. Mm-hmm. If you ask me. Oh, sure, because I mean, sixty games is just a little over a third of a season. I'm not convinced the Cubs would have won the division in a normal year because I just don't think their pitching would have been able to sustain the amount of crappy hitting oh yeah yeah how long does the nba have off before they gear up they the won't season again? uh the last report i saw they don't anticipate starting any earlier than christmas which oh, well, is about that's uh that's about a month and a, almost two months later two months. than normal yeah but yeah. still i mean and and we tommy and i were talking about that earlier that 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 would be a you know opening night, Christmas night. Just have five you know five six games. Oh, that's what they would do. They do that on Christmas. They usually play four or five right. games. But make that the opening night. That's mm-hmm. kind of how my guess. That seems to be what they're shooting for. So, but it would be another abbreviated season. Probably or? instead of playing eighty, don't they play eighty two games normally? Yeah. My guess would be a fifty sixty game season. Yeah, that would make sense. It'll be interesting. I'm still not convinced that college football will have a twelve game schedule next year. I mean, it'll be interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see what happens. I mean, so you don't think we'll be back to well? I I, I could see it being a ten or eleven game schedule. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how things go in the spring. Mm -hmm. I mean, some conferences. I mean, what if? I mean, yeah. I I just I wouldn't rule anything. I just would not assume that all speculation. I wouldn't assume that twenty twenty one is just going to be twelve games, fans back, everything's done. No, I don't assume that. I don't make that assumption. No. Hello. Hey guys, Ted. Hey, hey, Teddy. Uh, I, I know the high school rules. I don't know if, but if if you if you can't play, it's a forfeit. That's a, yeah. That's that's, that's kind of what we thought. And, but well, Teddy, what what happens if, if you lose to a team? 
if you, two teams play and then the winner gets COVID the next day, they, the losing team still can't advance. But Teddy, what if multiple okay. what if multiple teams test positive? Can't they reschedule like today if three or four teams? According to the state, it's both teams, and then the next team above them is going to get the buy on that weekend. Okay. I mean, so, I just, once you're done, I think it's kind of a death sentence. Okay. So it's possible, Teddy, for a team to COVID their way to a championship. Absolutely, yep. <laughs> yep. Hey, Ted? Well, and, you know, baseball is kind of similar. They're, I mean, the, I, I, what was it, about like four out of the top ten teams in baseball in 4A didn't even – didn't even get a chance to play in the tournament. Oh yeah, yeah. Wow. Because teams just lost the season now, but the state kind of changed the regulations too. So if teams are smart, if you all wear masks, and let's say Tom and I are out practicing, and we both have our mask on, and Tom comes down with COVID, he would be ineligible, but it would not take mine away because I'm wearing the mask. Mm-hmm. Wow. And that's kind of a way to, I mean, to be quite honest, it's kind of a way to get people to wear masks because, because when a team goes, if, I would, if we don't have masks, that whole team could get quarantined just because I've been in direct contact with mm-hmm. So have any of you guys heard of any high school games in Jeopardy right now? I have not read no. anything, but I also haven't been looking either. I don't know if, have you heard anything, Teddy? No, I, I know there's been a, a lot of teams that have missed, you know, quite a few games through the season. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean we did uh, I mean we did the City Liberty game and both teams had only played 3 games. Yeah, now they theirs was a little different because they they couldn't do it because of of what not being in class. Right. Was yeah. that was that the, um, the so both of those it was strictly due to that it had nothing to do with covid tests. It had nothing to do with covid okay. tests. It had more to do with uh, they didn't have in in class learning option. Okay. And hey. I think, but I, I think I've heard, I mean, we had Goose Lake. They were out a couple games. I think West Liberty's lost a few games. Um, we were down in Mount Pleasant. I was pretty sure they, they lost a couple or a game. I'm not sure if it's because they tested positive or their opponent. But, uh, well, and look at Regina. At the beginning of their schedule was um, the two teams that they played weren't on their original schedule. So. Right, right. Yeah, I mean they had to drive so, to clear. They had to drive three hours to Clear Lake to play a game. Yep, yep. So where so, there's a will, there's a way. Hey Ted. But I, I mean, to be quite honest, the mask thing is is one way to get a team not. Uh, I mean, if everybody would wear their mask during practice, um, you know, then you say you weren't in direct contact, and you, and then that other player wouldn't have to be quarantined. Gotcha. Hey right, Ted. <clears throat> Teddy. Yeah. Are you still going to have your uh, annual pool party the Saturday before the first Iowa game? (laughs) (laughs) It's a little chilly. I just thought that I'd check. (laughs) Sure, I hope there's two or three hundred people all laughing, (laughs) eating, breathing on each other, French kissing. Licking each other's necks. (laughs) Making out in the pool. (laughs) Neck licking. It's called neck licking. Yeah. So... But I can't wait for the Hawks. Either way, we got to watch them on TV. We'll, we'll sure make the Saturdays a little different. So. Amen, brother. All right, Teddy. Thanks, so, man. Thank right, you. Hawks. Yep. Hawks. Suter, you think you think Purdue scores thirty? Yep. Sure do. You don't think I was going to win this opener, do you? I don't. Okay. I'm I'm leaning towards Purdue, but I 
but I'm not overly confident because Purdue did go four and eight last year. I mean, they got they. Now I know and Rondale we were Moore, ten and three, and I know Rondale Moore was. Yep. I mean, but it takes more than him. So no, I'm probably leaning towards Purdue. If it was here, I'd pick Iowa I probably. Would too. But I do have some I reservations. Too. I need to. I need to see Spencer Peters. I need to see the defensive tackles. I, there's certain, there's some things I need to see. Yep. So, yep. All right, you're on. Hello, hello. I thought I heard this, and you guys can tell me if I'm wrong. Um, that if the high school team didn't get their games in and they get taken out of the playoffs, they can play other teams up until the finals, just to get their seven games in. Uh, I don't know. I, I have no that, idea. That goes against what Teddy just said, so I, I have no idea. Just, okay, and just it wouldn't to, be anything COVID. It's just they only got three games in the regular season. So, I mean, just, just play just to play? You mean just yeah. play just to play? I guess they could, but it wouldn't. Yeah, that's what I, heard. I thought I heard that. Hmm. Maybe a caller can call in and clarify. I don't know if but a coach would want to put his – thanks. I don't know if a coach would want to put his players at risk to have a game that meant absolutely nothing. But I guess, you know, to get the experience of getting a couple of extra games in before uh, the next season, maybe. I don't know. It sounds iffy. It's all speculation. It sounds iffy. <laughs> and Teddy is a referee, so. You probably would know. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Hello? Okay. If you lose your first round game and you do not have seven games, you can go reschedule a team that has lost also. But it would mean nothing. It would just be a regular season game. Okay. Okay. So. So, but you're right. I'm not sure. I mean, I know the smaller schools probably wouldn't do it because a lot of those kids are going to play basketball, wrestle, do whatever. Yeah. And and you just take a chance of that. But there are a lot of lower level playing games now, like JV, freshman, sophomore games. And even though the varsity regular season is actually over, they're still playing like. Lower level division. Oh, okay, I got you. You know All what? Right. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Teddy. Right. And hey, if t- if two teams wanted to do that to play another game, more power to them. I'm not going to judge them on that. No, I mean, no, I don't, I, don't have a problem. With and I'm glad they give them the flexibility. They're just trying to give these kids an, as much of a season of normalcy as they can. Mm-hmm. You know, during really tough circumstances. I'm looking at Purdue's um, depth chart, and, and the other thing is, I'm not sold on Purdue's quarter. Uh, the plumber kid. Remember the plumber kid? He's mm-hmm. Listed number one right now ahead of Aiden O'Connell. Both have shown, but neither one are, you would it, say, are established quarterbacks. They haven't Purdue. had a lot of consistency. No. But here's their, how about their wide receivers? Here's Purdue's right. Rondell Moore, Jared Sparks, who seems like he's been there for freaking ever. He has, and David Bill. And David Bill. And Jared Sparks is good. He's the converted quarterback. He, was, he used to be their backup quarterback. He's really good. So, yeah, they're in um, – their tight end is Payne Durham, who's good. I mean, Purdue's yeah. got weapons. They, they do. They're, they're going to score points. Now, their defense, I'm not as convinced that their defense is. Um, well, their defense is not where their offense is. Let's put no, it that that's way. a big reason why. I did see that um, DJ Johnson was granted, he made it through one stage and had one last option, but it sounds like he's going to be cleared mm-hmm. to play. So that will be an interesting storyline because he didn't leave here very happy. No, he didn't, and he was a, a good player. Uh, yeah, he played a lot last year. He was freshman of the week one week. He we were using him in the cast position, and and he didn't he didn't come out. He he said a few things on Twitter. He was actually the one who confirmed Jack Kallenberger's story and let everyone know that it was Seth Wallace because Kallenberger didn't mention the coach in his mm-hmm. 
in his um, post. But then DJ Johnson came out and said, I guarantee you this coach is Seth Wallace, blah, blah, blah. So, so that's going to be an interesting storyline to see. If, but he's not listed on the depth chart right now. So you have Purdue scoring at least – I mean, if you had to do a score right now, what would you pick as your score for Iowa-Purdue? Uh, 34-24. Purdue. That's yeah. reasonable. I could see myself doing something like that. But like I said, that four and eight keeps coming back in my head. Yeah, and fair enough. They're not a. I can't imagine they're a real, real confident team right now. I mean, Rondale Moore is great, but he's one player. Is he going to make that big of an impact? Maybe he will. I mean, but I need to see a little bit of Purdue. I. Well, we saw what David Bell did to us last year. And Iowa won. And Iowa still won. But then when you add in somebody who's probably better. better. <laughs> well, and just more – I mean, the thing with Rondell Moore, you got special teams too. He just – he's a different type of player. Yeah. David Bell's really good. Rondell Moore's the one that's going to really stretch defenses. He's the one that can go just boom and take it all the way. David Bell is not quite that as explosive, but David Bell actually might be a better receiver. He just – one of those guys who is open every play. Yeah, David you know, Bill actually might be, in some ways, a better prospect for the NFL because Rondell Moore, to me, unless maybe he can be Tyreek Hill in the NFL. There's just not a lot of 5'8". He's not very big, yeah. No, there's not a lot of – so I see Rondell Moore being more of like a Tim DeWhite in the NFL. Yeah, uh-huh, exactly. Where he's a specialist. Where David Bill, I see being right in the slot and catching five, six, seven passes a game in the NFL once he's ready to go. I mean, he was very good in high school. There's a reason Iowa wanted him, and they tried. But So, yeah, that's going to be – an interesting opener at Purdue is going to be a good test for Iowa. Yeah, certainly will. And it's going to be a good test for Purdue, too. So, I mean, yeah, I forgot. They went 4-8 and eight last year. They did. All right. We were 10-3. and three. Let's a... Hopefully the Hawkeyes. Uh... Let's keep that streak going. Yeah. <laughs> I, didn't realize, I didn't realize it was already 10-30. Yeah. And like I said, we do, we'll have 9-15 on Friday. We'll have Chuck and – Jamie calling and I'll coordinate with them one to call in on the business number and the other to call in on the studio number and we will reminisce and we'll rub it in a little bit on Jamie. Jamie's uh, nice enough to agree to come on and talk about probably one of the lower points to a great career at Michigan because remember like I said he was the one who got hit for the mm-hmm. two yard loss on third down that was the game. I mean Iowa basically ran the clock out after that so Jamie's a good sport though he'll come on and he'll talk about it this could be a lot of fun he's a heck of a player oh still leads Michigan in all-purpose yards which yep. I sometimes have to remind myself when we're at family gatherings I'm like that little guy's the all-time leader in all-purpose yards at Michigan because Jamie wasn't very big no no I mean, he's about five eight five nine at the most but man he was fast and he was good and he's good to my niece too so that's even more important right yes. all right so, I would say so okay everyone, all right. we'll be back on Friday hawkfanatic.com check it out it's free Hi, I'm Jim Street, owner of Streets Maintenance.